This podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. For more information, go to pokecastersnetwork.com. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 Not not, <laughs> not 8 not, No, not 8. Put those both back. I did my maths qualifications, I swear. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Yay! And Welcome back to My Favorite Pokemon, a Pokemon podcast where we sit down with a cool trainer in order to find out what their favorite Pokemon is. I am your hangry gal, Janine. <laughs> nice. And and I am cur- I am currently the sleepy boy right now of Locke. <laughs> I'm I'm so sleepy. <laughs> Same. Just all the time. <laughs> And that voice is our special guest for today. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Carrie. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> Hi. Hope I don't get carried away. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Look, someone had to make the pun, and it might as well be me. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I also don't immediately like it. Honey. I might come around, though. I might come around. Honey, you should, you should definitely be the one who likes it, considering you're the one who always bombards me with puns. I don't always bombard you with puns. Sometimes it's also pieces of trash I find. <laughs> so, I feel that. I feel that. Carrie, our first yes. question, whenever we have a guest, is always... Who are you, and how did you get in here? <laughs> yeah, I just flew all the way to to America, and I just climbed in through a window. No, I'm Carrie. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of the podcast. Um, I do. I just love podcasts. I have my own, um, and I'm currently studying radio to hopefully be in radio life one day. And oh. yeah. I like Pokemon as well. I'm currently... I don't have Sword and Shield yet, so I've been replaying any Pokemon game that I have until Christmas. So I know a lot about Pokemon X and Y at the moment. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's the Pokemon game that I need uh, knowledge of. It's such Although... a classic. Because <laughs> I remember having, like an old man moment of like I don't know where I'm going I am confused I'm done (laughs) but I've heard that a lot of other people have really really enjoyed X and Y so especially the fashion I do remember going crazy with the fashion there in that game Uh, I don't know like um I think I like the story um uh... I don't like the geography of it because I yeah I'm same as you with Lumio City, it's just yeah. alleyways and I just I get lost so easily and the controls are so janky, like 
This comes out of love, I swear. I do love Pokemon. <laughs> this is no, not a good no, first yeah. impression. Um, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I completely understand. I think uh, I think X and Y. Honey, wasn't that the first port of 3D? Like, actual, like, chibi? Yeah. I'm not really causing the point. I mean, not a port. Yeah, you're it's right. It's the first 3DS game, yeah. It's more like a pier. I think I like the difficulty level because i i think with sun and moon it became very handholdy but i do like yeah it kind of did but i feel like it's a good x and y is a good level in my opinion between uh kind of a little bit handholdy but also if you're really smart you'll you'll have a good time with the typing and stuff Ooh, so I know that you're getting Sword and Shield for Christmas, and I will say you will feel we that. We know way. that for certain. Yeah, you we will. We know Father Christmas. No. Yay! <laughs> you have him on speed dial. Funny thing about that, he's blocked us. Um, oh, dang. I need to go get And you're a on the naughty list. Right I, need, I need to get a delivery right now, so uh, keep the podcast going. You know the next question, so I'll be right back. Okay. That is fine. <laughs> I'm going to just scooch on over. Boop. Don't take my chair. I'm taking your chair. Don't take my Boop. chair. I'm taking your chair. You're That's taking the dog, too. <laughs> I know in England there's War of the Roses, but I didn't know that in America there was War of the Chairs. <laughs> there always is. Especially if you are... Everyone is raised up with the game of Duck Duck Goose. Oh, and- <laughs> what a classic. <laughs> Which the joy I, I had whenever yeah, I was which, a bird. <laughs> which oh, I know they're both birds. Oh my god. Which I definitely definitely was very competitive in that game for some reason. We just pushed kids <laughs> off chairs to get onto the other one. Never take that out of context. No, please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not a child pusher, I promise. This is me when I was also a wee little beb. Okay, good. Nice for that clarification. (laughs) But I will say, like, in Sword and Shield, because since we mentioned about X and Y, um, you will definitely have that moment of, okay, you actually have to strategize again with some of these battles. Mm -hmm. Because um, I will say, some of the battles, they are actually quite tough. Uh, to the Yay! point that it has me really happy. Yeah, I I have not had a hard time with the battle in such a long time, and it's actually quite refreshing to me. Um, oh, hello, honey. The delivery driver said awesome possum, so we're basically married now. <laughs> but, wait, really? I, don't make I wish people in England said that. Awesome possum. Awesome possum. Oh, what's the equivalent? What is the equivalent? Oh, awesome what, po- possum. Awesome possum. It doesn't work as well in a British accent. Awesome possum. No. Oh, what's an equivalent? I say cool beans a lot, but that doesn't rhyme. Um... I only my, as far as slang comes. I, the most that I know is just like from Neil Gaiman's Good Omens. That's the. <laughs> I mean, you're one step ahead of me in that sense. I haven't got round to watching that yet, but <laughs> I, mean, I love David Tennant. Yes. Yes, he is forever in my heart. 
Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> Uncle Scrooge? Yeah, in the oh, new DuckTales. Yeah. Yes. How can I forget? I, I remember watching that video so many times, even though I never watched the OG DuckTales. I just found it fun. Oh, it's quite fun. Yes, I love it so much. Honestly, it's such a fun show. And um, I realized have you guys been talking about Pokemon when I was gone. Yeah, we, we did. Were... We have. Yeah. It Promise. Does, it doesn't seem like it because I, I come back into the conversation. And everything's like immediately, but anything with Pokemon. So <laughs> that's we because you came about... busting in with awesome possum. <laughs> we were talking about difficulty in Pokemon battles. Oh. And I was saying how. X and Y, relatively easy if you know what you're doing in terms of typing. And the times where I forgot, or the Pokemon I wasn't as aware of, like, they were a little bit difficult, but I managed to breeze through it. Sun and Moon, very easy, which I was a bit like, I feel unfulfilled. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, I want to work for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But everyone looks so cute. But yeah, <laughs> you're just, you are kind of having a vacation time with uh, with Sun and Moon, which is kind of great, honestly. But mm. uh, the... <laughs> Did we ever get around to asking the question? No, I'm about to right now. Okay. The important question of this podcast is, Carrie, please tell me, what is your favorite Pokemon today? For all wow. Time? Speaking <laughs> of Sun and Moon... <laughs> Yeah. My favorite, my favorite. Uh, so I was debating between this one and Absol. Like I love Absol, but I was oh, thinking, gosh. I know. I was thinking in the context of if I was in the Pokemon world, what would I actually be doing? Would I actually be a Pokemon trainer? And I was thinking, nah, mate. I'd probably just, I don't know, do something else. It sounds too extra for me. <laughs> even though I love playing as one, and I realized I probably would like a Pokemon as a pet. And the yes. pet I would love to have is a Lolan Vulpix. Yeah. <laughs> Which, as I feel, has become uh, a fan favorite with just a design alone. A Lolan Vulpix. Yeah. Good gracious. Such a cute, cute thing right there. It's sold. The plush is sold out on the Pokemon website. Like... I was thinking oh. the other day, oh, oh, I would like one. And then I was looking up and it was completely sold out, the bigger one. And there is the smaller oh, wow. one. And I'm like, nah, man, if I can Gigantamax, you know, an Alolan Vulpix plushie, I'm going to get the bigger one. <laughs> That's awesome, though. But and I completely understand considering how how plush Alolan Vulpix does actually look. How very nice and fluffy. So fluffy. So oh, cute. Very cute. So, um, I guess that kind of does dip into our next question. Why is Alolan Vulpix your favorite? Oh, well... So we got the fluffiness. Yes, you got the fluffiness. I think, like, when we were testing volume and stuff, I was talking about how I have two dogs, and they are the love of my life. I would die for them. And... Uh, you will. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I will die. I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> for you, so yeah, dog, I, have... I will. <laughs> I'm sorry. For you, doggo, I will. Um, so yeah, I have two dogs, and they they're like the perfect size, 
And I think Alolan Vulpix, I love foxes in general, which I think is what Vulpix is meant to kind of look like. And so mm-hmm. I feel like they're just the perfect cuddly size. And from what I've seen in the Pokemon anime, they're very adorable and just very... Wah! And I'm like... Wah! And we can... Together. <laughs> I mean, that's actually like the best way to describe it whenever you get one, especially when one hatches in your hands. You just like, <laughs> tell me, oh my god, speaking of dogs, hang on. What is that that you have? Yeah, that's right. Are you, ha- are you playing with one of my plushies? <gasps> Naughty. Oh, hang on, my dad's dog is, I don't know if you, you can hear, but. I asleep earlier. <laughs> Okay, Can you I'm hear my dog? <laughs> yes. He an excitable boy whenever the prospect of leaving the house. Oh, that's funny. Bork, bork. Yeah, I hear bork. a bork, bork in the background. <laughs> Just we're now gonna have to wait until because he won't stop until he leaves. Mm, we can go in while borking. I mean, we're okay. talking about the dogs as well, so. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um. This is. Another dog, he's my dad's dog. His name's Alfie. Um oh. he's a very he's an old fluffy boy. Um we're gonna end up talking about dogs and not alone in Volpix, but basically <laughs> um Alone and Volpix just reminds me of when like my dogs were both like small puppies and I would just like pick them up and just cuddle them. Like I would totally because i know there are dog equivalents of Pokemon, like Lillipup and stuff like that, but they're based on right. Yorkshire Terriers. And I hate them because they're small and yappy. <laughs> Whereas my like, Volpix is like, oh, cuddly fox. Aww. Oh, yeah. Like, especially since they're like, hey, honey, how how big is an Alolan Volpix? They're pretty tiny. Yes, they're five feet tall. No, they're not. They are not. <laughs> then they're as tall as me. <laughs> I was about to say. They are two feet. I don't two know how feet. they measure two feet but apparently so probably oh if i'm five foot five then it's probably my knee maybe a little bit yeah higher. i was gonna say like probably up to the knee and that's 20 bigger than pounds? expected it's 21 20 yeah oh my gosh or 9.9 kilogram it's that doesn't add up that's very tall but very light another another one you can accidentally what would be your weight equivalent of that? 21 pounds. Um, hmm. Like a... Like a big bag of shoes? No. I was a big say bag like, of shoes, yep. I, I was going to say like a puppy for a big dog breed is the best that I Ooh. can think of. Like a, um, like a German Shepherd? Or like a... Yeah. Like a baby Scooby-Doo. Yeah, a baby Scooby-Doo is probably a good way to... (laughs) Then I guess, like, the dimensions kind of add up. But I think it should still be smaller so you could be able to hold it inside of one hand. With it being that light, I think you actually can. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I imagine you just go down, scoop up under your arm. Like, it should be light enough... Light and small enough, you could wear one as a hat. 
Oh my god, oh, that's super tiny. That would be the cutest thing. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, I'm actually like getting really like joyous in my soul thinking of that. Um, like if I had it, uh, them on my shoulder, that would be ideal. Oh yeah, a little babu one. Just like you know, walk into my university class and like just having my little 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 just like, hey there, how you doing? How you doing there? No. A little booper on the nose. So, so. Uh, I boop the snoot. I would <laughs> boop the snoot. Boop the tiny snoot. Very important. So, it looks like um, one of the Pokedex entries does say, it looks like uh, like snow come to life. And the breath it exhales is negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus. Which, oh. I don't know how cold that is. Celsius. Another name for it is Kyo Kyo. Kyo Kyo. Kyo Kyo? Kyo Kyo. That's even cuter and a lot yeah. less faffy to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, saying Alolan Voltix. But just say Kyo Kyo. Can we just say Kyo Kyo for the rest of the episode? Yeah, yes. we can do that. Okay, we'll do I'm that down for that. Too. I'm down for that. Speaking of which, um,. What would you, or have you, or can you, or should you, or may you, will you, or will you, <laughs> nickname a Vulpix? So, Lolan Vulpix, a Kyo Kyo. I'm very, I'm very pernickety about what I name my Pokemon. Like, whenever. Like, I plan out my team. I'm like, which is the strongest of each Pokemon type? Oh, they can't have the single type, all that stuff. And then I look at their Pokedex entries and I figure out a keyword. And then I say, something names meaning this. And so when I got my Alolan Vulpix, my Kyokyo, um, I found one called Neva, which is N for Nancy, E-V-A. Which I think it means white snow or something like that. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a look. Ooh, that's such a nice name, though. I know it's like cute little Neva. I love it. What about you, honey? I would definitely hold on to this thing's paws and do a little dance while singing Neva. Aww. (laughs) Neva, Neva, Neva. (laughs) You are the one. Neva, Neva, Neva. Yeah. We're gonna have so much fun. That's all I can think of. (laughs) Okay, so what else was there? Questions? Ooh. Well, one, what would you name uh, uh, Kyokyo? What what would I name a Kyokyo? Hmm. I like giving it a very, hmm, a very cute older name. Uh, Oh, okay. So I'm thinking maybe like a Suzette. Ooh. Oh, that's adorable. That's quite nice. I found out the yeah. meaning of Neva. Oh, please. So it's of Latin origin, and the meaning of Neva is snow from the word Nivis or Nevis. Anyway, Nevada, <laughs> the name of the American state, means snowfall. So it's kind of a derivation of that. But literally, it means snow. Wow, that's totally weird because Nevada's like a <laughs> desert. Well, that's so ironic. Yeah, I have. I've only been to 
Las Vegas a couple times in my life during winter, which is the worst thing to ever do. <laughs> Don't go there at winter time, jeez. Um, and I think there have been actual cases of snow over there. And I'm just Ooh. like, oh my lord. I believe it. What? Plot twist. Let's go ahead and wrap up the nickname segment with telling oh. us what you would name Aniva Akiokyo. Heck. Um, well, the first Alolan Vulpix I got was named Vanilla Bean. Vanilla Bean? Yeah. <laughs> accurate. That's quite accurate. <laughs> a little Vanilla Bean. Um, and I feel like that would be a nickname on a nickname... I, if I had a girl, I'd probably name her uh, Esther. Esther? Mm-hmm. Are you going yeah. with my old lady name? Yeah, I mean, it works out. I think it's really pretty. Or even uh, or even Yukiko, if we're going to be like... Let me get back to my fandoms of Persona 4 <laughs> and do Yukiko. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way <laughs> now it's time for the most important question if you were to accessorize this a is Kyokyo, extremely important <laughs> what kind of accessories or clothing would you put on this fluffy baby oh my god i haven't thought of this <laughs> the possibilities that... now especially since we have seen uh, some of the specials especially the christmas special from Pokemon Center. Yeah. I mean, Kyokyo is perfect as they are. Um, <laughs> but I think I would go with like a sort of uh, a ribbon that's like navy blue, blackish kind of colour and have it around its neck as, a, as like a little collar. Um, but in like a very fashionable bow. Very cute. Like... Mm-hmm. The, the art itself and maybe maybe some like animal friendly uh pink glitter around its tail i wouldn't want to do oh too my much goodness just a very just small hints of it yeah so like it highlights because i think there are pink undertones isn't there or am i making that up no you're not making that up there yeah, are in fact, the shiny of um of it is a little bit more pink. Yeah, while well, the I original believe. one has like more blue undertones, the shiny one apparently has more uh, pink undertones to it. it. Has a more pinker shade. So you're not making that up. That is the actual thing. Cool. That's out there. I suppose it more alludes to the fact that when it evolves, they become nine tails, which becomes an ice and fairy type. Mm-hmm. And you know. Pokemon type stereotypes got to be all pink in it. So <laughs> I'm breaking out my inner Dick Van Dyke here. Um, and so, yeah, sprinkle that pink glitter just very gently, very lightly, because I just think that Neva is perfect as she is. And I love her. <laughs> <laughs> you're only you're only making her like you're only making her better. Your compliment it's like she the the ribbon is complimenting her at this point. <laughs> Yes. I love it. I think the best thing that I could do is probably on the tuft of fur on the Kyokyo's head, I would put a snowflake hairpin. <gasps> oh, that's so sweet. 
it's very simple but actually works out very well <laughs> i love I that love i adore that no and why haven't i made a series of all the pokemon people have i mean wanted you to said you would yeah the only reason why you haven't is because you've just been what breeding ralts eggs i've only just done that this morning i mean i gave you a good out but now you're faced with a question you gotta answer I've how, just, I've how literally... do you how do you accessorize oh me how do you do it how would i yes oh gracious yes questions on you now um well because i am a sucker because i'm a sucker for uh for red i was thinking that maybe just uh just a little red ribbon right at the like either around uh their neck or at the base of their tail would probably work out but i think around the neck just a simple just a simple red ribbon it's not even that fancy it's just a simple red ribbon right around the neck and i think that's that's enough for me <laughs> they're beautiful as they are yes like that like i can't think of anything else but i do adore what pokemon center did for their christmas one i think it was in 2017 or when was it i don't know but they did do a they did do a Christmas uh, one for Alolan Vulpix, and it was a really pretty classic winter cloak with a little bit of, like, extra fluff fuzz around it. I think and... I saw that. Hang on. Yeah, it's like a cloak hood, and it's adorable. It's absolutely adorable. And you should look it up right now. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> or am I just going to be sad that I'll never be able to have it? <gasps> well... Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> My heart! My heart! <laughs> it's got a little hood on it, too. It's great. It has kind of a similar hood um, in the Build-A-Bear line. Because uh, Alolan Vulpix, the Kyo Kyo, is available in Build-A-Bear as of right now with really adorable accessories, including Pajam Jams. <laughs> But jam jams for my little kill kill. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's adorable. That's well now I'm just gonna find my nearest builder bear and just go to town. Go to the mm. town and then go to town <laughs> in the builder bear. <laughs> oh, I think that would Oh, it, it also comes with a card, I think. Maybe. Yeah, that is a exclusive Build-A-Bear workshop uh, promo card for the trading card game featuring extremely cute art. But I think probably the biggest thing is the Pajam Gems. It looks like it's currently not available online, but you know how they are in stores. You can be able to find some... You can find some treasures there sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's 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 out there. It's really cute though. But yeah, the when I first saw the Pokemon Center accessory of the of the cloak and the and the that's a like holly, right? Like a little piece of holly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So cute. Wow, someone is selling it on Amazon for 113. What? In American dollars? What? 
Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I love I love Kyokyo, but sometimes there is a price on love. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes there's a maximum bid for love. And you know, that's a bit there too is. much. Yep. <laughs> there's a <laughs> If I ever fe- um, if I am I, if I'm ever engaged to get married, someone better not take this out of context. <laughs> so please don't listen to that one clip in the in the Pokemon podcast. Uh, and just like take that out and just post it. That's it. That's it. All but, that um, here. Yeah. If you ever do get engaged, they are required to listen to this episode. They should know everything about me, including all of the podcast I guest appear in and the podcast I have. So Definitely. I don't make the rules. Exactly. It's right here in the ledger. So uh whew, we kinda went off. Well on... it's really I mean like, honey, you put two people who really like Alolan Vulpix. I mean you know that I love that fluffy little thing too. Like a lot, because <laughs> I love foxes also. Okay, so let's let's keep the ball rolling and let's think of what we're. Do we have any other questions? Yes, we do. So my ultimate favorite that I always save near the end is uh, Carrie. If you yes. were to, because you have imagined this already, if you were mm-hmm. to have an Alolan Vulpix as a pet in real life, like you're over in the Pokemon world and you have one as your companion. Yes. Um. The dream. What would you be doing? Yes, yes, exactly. Like, what would yeah. what would you two be doing together? Well, because a part of me is like, oh, we'd go on, we'd go on like hiking adventures and all that stuff. But there's a there's there's a difference between me being in the Pokemon world and then me being just a completely different person in the Pokemon world. So I probably would just like chill, watch. Poker flicks, Christmas specials with Kyokyo, and just cuddle. I can just picture like a fire, a burning. I'm having like some form of Bailey's. Is Bailey's a thing in the US? What's Bailey's? No, it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay, cool. I would I would have like a hot chocolate Bailey's, and I would just have my little my little Neva like snuggling up to me and. Yeah, it would be a nice cozy time. That's making me smile so so big right now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that is so sweet, and I think that's rather fitting for like the season right now. Actually, I think that adds to it. Yeah, I don't know what we would be doing during the summer. <laughs> it's not getting... bad if it's the same thing, really. It's not bad if it's also hiding in- indoors <laughs> from the outside. But we can't watch Christmas films. I mean, who's gonna stop you? <laughs> yeah. It's bad luck to watch a Christmas film before December. That'd be okay. Hmm. Hmm. Now I'm wondering. I'm curious about that now. I'm just like, right after this podcast, it's like, is it bad luck to <laughs> watch Christmas films before December? <laughs> I've always been told off for singing Christmas songs before December. What, really? Oh, yeah. Like, especially at my dad's house, it was like a rule. You do not play any Christmas songs. We do not watch any Christmas films until after the 1st of December. And, like, throughout my childhood, I hated that. And I was like, but it's Christmas. But now I'm like, actually, because, you know, I'm an adult in a very capitalist world that plays Christmas music everywhere I go. 
It's actually mm-hmm. quite nice to savour the magic until December and you can just gorge yourself out on all the festivities. It's actually quite nice. Oh yeah, no, no. I I understand that. I think the rule uh, for don't please don't play any Christmas music is that the Nightmare Before Christmas doesn't count. Nah. No, but it's mostly because like me and a couple of my friends and even my little sister... Uh, we lived the retail life, so. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you. We don't really want to go for the Christmas songs. No. On December, but any other time, it's just kind of like, I can enjoy it when I don't have to work to it. Yeah, no, it's because. Uh... <laughs> Gosh, imagine me with my Umbreon. Just if I was working retail again, I would be falling asleep. Because that's the thing about a lot of Christmas songs is that they are really relaxing, and me at work depends just on like, which depends on oh, which artist you're listening to. Oh well, that's a good point. <laughs> which remix are you listening to? Are you listening to the original? No, they played the ori- a lot of the original ones, like a lot of the um, old crooners. Your yes. Nat King Cole, even mm. Frank Sinatra was being played, and I'm just like, oh no. And I just felt cozy. And I'm like, I don't want to be here at work. I just want to be at home. <laughs> but with uh, with that in mind, because we got like winter coming and everything. So if mm-hmm. somehow, some way, Pokemon suddenly are in our everyday life right now. How would a Kyo Kyo change your life? now yeah if you were to have one in your in your in your cozy little bed right now that's adorable oh my god like (laughs) i would be no thing is if i was going to be realistic i would be really sad because i wouldn't be able to have one because i live with my parents right now and then after that i'll probably live in a flat and landlords will not allow pets and things so even though I knew that Kyokyo existed. I couldn't have one for years and I would just get really upset. But I'm going to go on the nice end and imagine that for some reason dogs and cats aren't allowed, but a Kyokyo, yes. I would That's oh god. I would I would take Neva everywhere I went. I would take them to lectures being like, "Oh, but it's not an animal. It's a Pokémon and does it count?" So Neva would just be like <laughs> sat next to me. She would be learning about frequencies and 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 things and we would just have a jolly old time. I'd be like Ash and Pikachu, but winter. <laughs> I think that's really sweet, though. And I mean, like, it just feels that much better to have a companion with you when you're going through your everyday... When you're going through your everyday life, just going through the mundane, and just having a companion with you, I think that just makes that so, so, so much better. I think it's a thing about animals as well, because... Oh, yeah, um, sure. Well, because... Okay, so I'm autistic, right? And Mm -hmm. it's, like, a thing that autistic people really connect well with animals, um mm-hmm. so autistic people can have like therapy dogs they go horse riding so they can start to read body language and animals and that can kind of transcend into building into how to read human body language and mm-hmm. i think what's so comforting about an animal as a companion is just like they will 
they don't understand like nuances and subtext they will tell you if they're annoyed about something they will growl at you (laughs) and walk off and i'm like yeah okay fair i get that (laughs) there's an honesty there and there's just with dogs is uh with dogs i mean i don't know about cats but there's there's such an unconditional love there that they'll stay with you no matter what you do and to me that's the most wholesome thing in the world and to have that kind of companion oh what give me what's what's your dog give me your dog oh not give me your dog but details about (laughs) your dog our little hound hour as i love as i love to call him sometimes is he is a black a lab mixed with a pit bull. I'm sure of it, considering his brick head. But he is—he <laughs> has like a single white star on his chest. So I, sometimes <gasps> I would call him my little star child. Just a single star cry. on his chest. Yeah, he's so sweet, and he has the biggest brown eyes. And the thing he about my always beard, looks like he's gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> always looks like he wants to cry but like he has like and that's why i always think that he's probably part pit because even pit bulls have like constant sad eye syndrome and with angus um the thing with him is that like you can it's really great when you as you mentioned like about communication because we actually managed to understand our own dog in terms of communication and And it's like how that does help translate looking and noting a human body language so it's yeah so i definitely can understand where you're coming from especially when he's like very straightforward in what he wants especially give me a cuddle yes he's a see i gave you my port you should give me a cuddle right now (laughs) or take me outside please please i'm crying that was this morning so um (laughs) Was there anything else? Uh, let me try and think. Because with the lone Vulpix... I mean, oh, like, here's, just here's, for the questions we were going through. Here's here's my important question. Okay, what's your important question? Are the tails connected? Or are they just one big floofy tail? That was always one of the things when I looked oh. at their design. Are they just one big tail? I feel like it's one big tail. Because, like... Oh, yeah. The, um, the Vulpix... You know that the Cantonian po- Vulpix that that does have like a particular reason why its tails like that, mm-hmm. but like it lives in a particularly different environment inside of Alola, so I don't think it would have the need to have like multiple tails in case you get a hole in one. My logic is that it's kind of like a hand, like all the muscles like controlling everything would be like in the palm. Like, there's a stump, and then, like, the rest of the tails are kind of, like, um, just extensions of that, but they don't move independently. That's kind of my logic. So they so move like as one. <laughs> it's like a yes, mitten. Yes, a mitten oh, yeah. with nine fingers. Yeah. And they have nine? Oh, yeah, nine tails. Yeah, doi, it's nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can kind of see that. I kind of, I the little bit the artist in me is thinking is like maybe it's a stylization pick because sometimes some artists whenever they put something really close together they would have a line then a gap in the line 
and then continue on with the line to show it's like yeah this is so close that they're touching um so i was thinking it's like maybe it is six and they're just a big mush of who floof. knows but who knows who knows <laughs> science is still out on that can never figure that out it's one of the mysteries that's lost to time <laughs> will we ever know who knows truth is out there <laughs> but so i think that's that's all i can think of otherwise i would end up well is there anything carrie yeah that you would like to add before we mosey oh well i th- i i would say at some point i think if i was like a f- I'm 22. A fully grown adult. If I was a fully grown ad- fully grown adult, I think at some point I would maybe invest my money into getting a Firestone to evolve my Vulpix. So it's kind of like we're growing old together kind of thing. Um, so it's not that, you know, I only love Alolan Vulpix and like Alolan Ninetales can like go away. But... <laughs> It's kind of, I suppose, Kyokyo reaches a kind of child innocence in me whenever, and like when I play Pokemon. So I suppose I would eventually take the plunge and evolve her, but for the time being, Kyokyo's the one for me. Yeah, I I love that too, and I mean, like I do the same with my Pokemon as well. Is that I just keep them as they are for a while, and then I'm like, okay. We are ready to. We're ready to grow. We're ready to get big, and after that, I just feel like it just makes things a lot more touching when it comes to the evol- evolution of a of a Pokemon through stone or other means. Mm. Um, yeah, it feels a lot more meaningful to me too. With that, <laughs> that's so sweet. I just thought to go a bit more yeah. like practical. How do mm-hmm. fire stones work? How do this? Do they ingest them? Do they just like tap them? On the poker, I have no idea how they're meant to work. Lick them. They lick them. They lick them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. They're very tasty. Very, very spicy. I imagine that it's a power inside these stones that mesh with just a type of Pokemon. That when they touch it, that that's when they evolve. But yet, lick them. It's like a lollipop, like, they just continue licking until they get the energy source. <laughs> they get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> just lick them. Oh. That's my cannon. <laughs> We've not, we solved the mystery of the stones. They're just a... Just lick them. Just lick So, before we head off, we gotta go ahead and ask Carrie, where can people find you online if they want to give you twenty dollars? Give me twenty dollars, that'd be nice. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie Mo with an M and an O ninety seven. So you always know how old I am, um, on Twitter and Instagram and I have a podcast myself um which is called see how it goes with the letter c um we essentially make blind assumptions about films and then we see how magnificently wrong we are and then we review the films um i'm i'm doing it with like two of my best friends it's a wonderful time and i also have 
a photography Instagram. I do a lot of things. Um, carry mode photography. There we go. I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done with the plugs. <laughs> That's fine. Like, I mean, like with Jake, though, our guest Jake had like a long list. And so with our with our guest Shannon, long list of stuff. So it's perfectly fine. And uh, my partner Janine has actually listened to uh, to listen to your um, your movie podcast and has told me about the setup and everything. And I'm just I was just a giggling mess over it. <laughs> so you just Thank have to, you. Like, <laughs> it's honestly always such a wild time. Like it's just. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah. without, you know, are we allowed to swear on here? Mm, I'm guessing not. Preferred no. not. <laughs> that's fine. That's certainly fine. It's like the, um, it's kind of like the podcast is a dumping ground of all, like, our meme jokes and everything dumb. And we just see if people like it. So the fact that, you know, uh, people like you're enjoying it and not like, ourselves are enjoying it it's really lovely it's really heartwarming so thank you (laughs) yeah for sure i mean like it's definitely gonna be my recommendation so if any of you out there are listening you have to listen to an episode so it's required now yes i would say i don't make the rules but i just did so it's you know (laughs) homework now Anyway. I would say if you if you if you want to listen to the podcast and need an introductory episode, my recommendation is to listen to the Hocus Pocus episode. Oh my god. It's really <laughs> I think that's still our best episode yet. Oh no. And I like the a flash of the movie cover just came to mind when you mentioned that, so I can only imagine. <laughs> we'll find out when we listen to it. So, um was there anything else we forgot before we go? We do need to plug ourselves. Okay. Yes, that's always important. Plug ourselves. Do, do you want me to do that now? Yeah, you're better at okay. this than I All am. Right. I stumble okay. on my words. Um, okay. I just don't know if I'm really that professional. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at my favorite Pokemon. That is favorite spelled without the U because we are American. <laughs> and that is Pokemon spelled uh, P K M is in Mary and is in Nancy. And you could also find us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash myfavoritepokemon, but no pressure there. The best thing you can be able to do for our podcast is recommend it to a friend or and or give us a rating or review wherever you hear us. Yeah. We do post up episodes every Wednesday when we can. Thinking about doing something special for Christmas, though, because it does land on a Wednesday. Always taking suggestions there. Um, what was this? What else was there? I I can't think of anything else. Um, I will say that if there are any delays in terms for, uh, putting up an episode over on Christmas, uh, we will definitely let you know. And if we're going to be doing anything special, considering me and Janine are going to be staying in town for Christmas, very, very likely, um, we might announce that, hey, maybe there might be an art stream that we can be able to do together, especially for those who are just kind of, like, bored at home like we are. <laughs> so We'll see what's up when we're a little bit closer to that. Uh, was there anything? No, that's about that's it. That's about it. Yeah, that's that was about amazingly it. professional with wonderful dulcet tones. Yay! Thank you. I do try. <laughs> so, how do we end the podcast? We end the podcast by asking you, the listener... How did you get in here? 
No. No, wait, that was before. That was that What's was the... me. Sorry. I'll see myself <laughs> out now. I'll okay. just climb out right. the window. Thank you. It was very lovely. I really do appreciate it. But you, the listener. But you must leave now. We set the dogs. <laughs> no. It's only one dog, and he's just laying there. I brought my two dogs he gets as well. Going, once he gets going, he'll give you such a licking. That's it. Just lick him. <laughs> now, what do we ask at the end of every podcast? What's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs>